Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that's Connor and we're going to talk about The Expanse Season 1 Episode 4, it's called CQB, full spoilers for the episode as always. This was uh, this was an exciting episode, this one, this was action packed to the max. I mean, last episode you were saying you, you could do some more spectacle and here we go. <laughs> Yeah, this this uh, really ramped things up, especially in the second half. We have you know yeah. Holden and his team still on the Mars ship. We actually ended last episode with the Mars c- commander saying, "Oh, there's a ship approaching, and we think it might be Nagata. You know, if she is a spy, a sleeper agent, that they're coming for her." Yeah, uh, we never actually mentioned it in the last video because it was more relevant to this episode anyway. It was just kind of the little tease at the end for next time. Yeah, that all plays out, and that's kind of the the main focus of the episode is their play on there. We see Holden like debating with them on the bridge about you know n- not implicating her and not wanting to do that, but he's around and he recognizes the ship and he has some conversations with Lopez, who's the uh, the interrogator from the last episode, who's still around and kind of interacts with them. And we actually get a little bit of a sort of Martian philosophy from him. Hmm. Because he's asking, like, "You're from Earth. Do you ever miss miss it?" And he's like, "Well, I, I wouldn't. I'd be there if I did. Like, you know." I'm, yeah, I'm, I just go back. Yeah, I'm here because I'm. I don't want to be there. And he's like, "Oh, I, I used to dream of oceans. I've never seen. You know, he's never seen an ocean. His grandfather, you know, who emigrated from Earth, is like, oh, I grew up with oceans and the tide and all this, and he's never seen that. It's like a dream to him. And they've only ever lived in a dome. Uh, before we get into the 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 bulk of that, though, I want to talk about death and not death so last episode we were sure that Havelock was a goner it seemed pretty convincing yeah I'd almost make a small criticism that they I mean they show him hanging with a skewer three chest it's yeah and then they like end on that silence like we were talking yeah. about and that is kind of a very typical thing to do when you want to end on a shock death yeah so it, I feel a little bit 180'd on that yeah I feel a little bit cheated it's not a big deal, but I, I do want to point out that that was a very... It, it felt like a proper death, and then it's not. So, you know, then we'll get the trust issues with the show. However, Garvey is definitely dead. There is no way in hell next episode they can say, no, no he's back, he's fine. Yeah, I mean, at least Havelock still had a head. <laughs> that is true. And as a fan of horror movies and gore, I must say I did enjoy the decapitation that takes place. Uh, it's filmed really well. Like the actual scene, the way it's edited, plays out really well because they're they're in their their holding cell as a group, yeah. and they're all strapped in. And the fight's going on with the ships, and we'll again we'll get to that in a minute. We'll talk about that properly. But one of the beams or whatever shoots through this room, and yeah. it creates a hole in where it enters and where it leaves. And where it leaves is right behind Garvey's head, and we don't see it. But we see like reactions to it, and you're like, "Oh crap! Did he just get shot?" And you're expecting him to be like sitting there dead. But what you're not expecting is his head to be missing. Yeah, it cuts back to just a hole in the wall and blood coming out of his neck and going out the hole. Yeah, the blood the blood floating out the hole, because obviously it's going into the space. Love that. Even, glorious touch. Even better, when the ship like regains control and they, they, they manage to... like I, Again, another subtle touch. I love that probably all rooms on a spaceship in this world or in this universe all have, like, these guns that 
show glue just in case. Yeah, and there's like emergency panels. Yeah, exactly. Just... At first, I was like, well, why are the panels only that big? It seemed, well, I mean, it's convenient, isn't it? But then I thought, well, I guess if the hole's that much bigger than that. Yeah, they'll screw it anyway. They'll screw it. Yeah, it doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> yeah, so I like that. Just simple little things. But yeah, as blood floating out was great. But when they get the room depressurized again, or pressurized, whatever way around it is, pressurized, and the gravity turns back on, the floating blood just goes and falls down. Loved it. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, glee on my it's, face. I'm not it's lie. definitely topped the hand moment for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, 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 I never went into this show thinking there'd be cool, like, gory death moments, but I'm, I'm digging it. I mean, if as if the sci-fi wasn't enough to get you specifically involved, <laughs> throw in a little bit of, like, 80s-style gore. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm into it. So, yeah, so the, so these ships show up, these smaller ships, and it turns out that these are the ones that attack the the, 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 can. the can and the, the other ship that used to lure them out. And we, we see, like, the, the commander's like, no, right, we have to keep holding safe. He's the one who can testify that it wasn't us. We have to stop this outbreak of war. And again, we see this bubbling up on Earth and on series. To a lesser extent, this, this episode, but it's still there. It's still... Yeah, this is more maybe like eighty percent on on this Mars ship. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was right. I think the focus clearly that this was the exciting story of the episode, and it would have been weird to cut away more. Like if Asarala yeah. has like two scenes on Earth, and there's not really much to them. It's just a kind of it reestablishes that she's got kids. And... It's almost just a check-in scene. One of them. Yeah, it's just to kind of like yeah, she's still there. We ha- we have to have a scene of her in the episode just to remind you that she exists, but. Not yeah, it's like, well, we, we've paid for a contract, so we might as well use her. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it, it does an okay little thing where she has a moment with the kid, and again, it's a little bit of character building, but it's not a super amount to talk about. Um, but yeah, so all this is going on, and the Mars kind of says, no, you have to, you have to testify. The, and the Martians we've seen, they're all very loyal. Look, they're all willing to just die for the yeah. cause, to, uh, and we see that from several of them. To the point where they're, they're pissed at him, and again we we keep playing with this idea that Holden is he because we we spent in the last episode that oh what if he's the sleeper agent because he technically is the one who made the call he's the one who insisted to go out there he's the one who made the the, the video saying it was Mars like is he trying to cause a war and again in this there's this great moment in this episode when all this stuff's going down and they're properly getting fired at and there's sparks flying and people are falling down and dropping dead or whatever. It comes out of his seat that he's been strapped into on the bridge, and there's a gun on the floor. And Lopez notices the gun's there, and he's thinking exactly what we're thinking. He's going for the gun, and he goes right past it and goes to help the Martian who's just fell over. So again, it's playing with this idea that we are not really... It, is, it, it knows yeah. that you're second-guessing him now, so they're playing with it. Yeah, and it's it's good. It's, it's a good build-up. It uh, is. Build up. And he insists on going back for his team... So he sort of like we get we get a bit of a shoot and these people this unknown third party this entity come yes, on this the is ship. not the OPA anymore. It's, it doesn't seem like it is anyway. Unless well, yeah, unless they it's, they've got all a secret tech that we don't know about. But they clearly believe it's someone else at least. Yeah, and we, we get a bit of a shoot and I like that when the shoot happens we don't get a clear look at who, what they look like at first. Mm. Everything's very sort of oh, there's a lot of flashing lights the gunfire's going off. Gunfire is very bright, by the way. They've done this. It's like it's not lasers or anything like that. It's still guns, but the flat, the muzzle flash is a lot. Yeah, more my favorite one was a shot from up on the balcony. It was like a, a grenade launcher almost, mm. and I thought that looked really good. 
Yeah, very exciting playing with all the, the the hallways and stuff. And he does get to his team. Like, he insists, like, I'm not testifying anything if you don't let me go and get back and get my team. Yeah. And I, I like when he walks in the room and sees that Garvey's not got a head. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like, well, you know, suit up. We, we, we haven't got long. Yeah. And uh, and then he just look, looks over and he's like, what happened to him? Just asleep in the chair. Yeah. So we, we get you know, we get this exciting action stuff and a little bit of stuff in the middle as they're suiting up. He, Holden talks to Lopez and he's like, "Look, we're kind of in this together now. We, we have to kind of survive. Tell me what the hell this uh, Phoebe station is that you keep talking about because the, the Martians mentioned this a few times throughout the episode that someone attacked a station of theirs called Phoebe. Which, by the way, I had to put the subtitles on to see what the the title was because I kept I thought they were saying like FEMA or something like that and I wasn't oh, sure." Really? And I just turned on the captions for a minute just to, just yeah, to confirm. I got it, it all right. And then I was like, "Oh right, okay." So Phoebe from Friends, right? I'll remember that. That's that's, that's how I remember it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, actually, that reminds me. There's, there's one scene with uh, I'm not sure the char- what the character's called. I know the actor from something else, but we've seen this in the, the the first episode as well. And I wasn't really sure what they were doing in the first episode, but he's building a new space station and a ship that's going to travel a group of explorers into another solar system yeah i think it was called a what, nuvu station yeah 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 something I mean, like that and we see them under construction but the the guy who's running it's got opa ties yeah and he's like no opa is just about you know it's essentially an organized religion we have beliefs and we have rights and it's like kind of a organized religion mixed with a union to a lot of people yeah it plays in like how last time i was saying i don't think it's like a, a place that it's where they come from like you know, I was saying, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, Mars and Earth. It's it's not a place like that. That it's it's something they've chosen to be a part of. It seems to be all belters though that are. It seems to be, but I'm not sure if it is. And we've ju- maybe we've only just seen the belters part of it. Maybe, maybe it seems like it's all belters though. Just just from yeah. context so far. But he like the the guy the the Earthling I guess is. I keep jumping between Earthlings and Earthers, but the, the guy from Earth who's like there at the over, and he's like, yeah, we may have to replace you because you're uh, ties to the OPA. It's making the higher-ups feel a bit uncomfortable. And <laughs> the guy stops the... Because they're on this transport that's going across this beam from like the, the construction of the ship back to the station. It's almost like a, a cable car style thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he stops it like halfway across, which is threatening enough on its own. You're out here isolated in space. And turns to like... Yeah, you, you, you could replace me, but just, you'll lose a lot of good workers with me, they'll, they'll all leave with me, and it would be a shame if, you know, on this, you know, multi-year journey to this new solar system, which again, I like that this is a thing, because it's, it's the continuing expanse to, to yeah. some of the theme of the show. You know, they haven't even solved their problems in this solar system yet, and they're looking ahead for other things. But, he's like, yeah, but it'd be a shame if something, it, it threatens them, basically, they're, they're going to tamper with it, and, you know, stuff could go badly for all, all the people that you've spent a lot of money getting here. I, I want to point that out because it was it's, it stood out to me because we haven't seen him since the first episode. Yeah, and so when, then it's like this felt like quite an important scene as well. Yeah, when he popped up, I'm like, all right, this is a thing we keep coming back to, but it's it's not as frequent as the other stuff. Which is interesting. Why, why I feel like it's important, though, is this episode to show it. And it's this episode, this action-packed episode where we really don't want to be dragged away from this action because it's fun. But you're going to show us this, which kind of makes me feel like, oh, okay, this this is going to play into something big. Yeah. Uh, back to the action, though. A lot of good stuff in hallways, dark hallways. Like we say, gun flashes, obscuring stuff. And we get this moment we're holding... It's actually before they get to the cell. I'm kind of going out of order here. But he comes across uh, this third party, one of their soldiers. 
is on the ground and he grabs Holden and Lopez shoots his arm off and we see they've got really advanced tech. His suit has like nanobots in it and it kind of closes the wound, or not the wound, I shouldn't say the wound, it doesn't close his, butt, his, his arm, it closes the suit so it's airtight again because obviously they're wearing the suit because it's a space suit. Yeah. So it's, it's like this almost self-defense thing where the suit will patch itself up with its nanotechnology. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And when Holden's reaction tells me he's not seen this, at least not in yeah, this way. And even though, like, the Martians feel like it's advanced and we know they're supposed to be the advanced ones as well. Yeah, so who, who are this more advanced group that are attacking them? And so I, I think that's pretty cool. They have like a sort of a honeycomb look on their spacesuits as well. Yeah, it's like a, a blue honeycomb, yeah. Yeah, uh, but it seems a little bit distinct and we, we get... All of it. Now, all this was fun on its own, like decapitation, shootouts in the hallways, felt very sci-fi. And it's like, all right, we have to get to the the you know the shuttle. We have to get out of here. We're, our mission, the Martians' mission, is to get Holden out, and Holden's sort of bargain to bring his crew as well to the ship so they can go and testify and sh- stop the war from starting and make everyone realize, no, there's this other threat, there's this other thing. Yeah. And we get probably the most badass scene in the entire show so far in the. The walkway. The walkway, I was going to call it the, uh, you know, where all the ships would be, the hangar. Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, the walkway, and it's lots of balconies up around this area. If I have one complaint in terms of just how they shot this, and maybe this was intentional, but it did feel a little bit weird, is that we never really got a clear shot of any of the people shooting at them. It kind of felt like we've seen all these muzzle flashes from all the different levels, but it was almost like, is there actually people in all, all like, you know? Yeah, yeah, we got that. But then we got shots from, like, just over their shoulders as well. There was one or two of them. It was just, it felt like they were obscuring what they looked like, and I felt it was weird at this point, given we'd already had the scene with the one on the floor. I agree. I think it was more they didn't want to show how big the room was and cut up and render the entire room. Okay. Because the, the shots we got, like you say, we saw flashes, but but they were out of view, so we didn't have to see the entire thing. And the ones over the shoulder were just looking down on the walkway, so we didn't have to render this whole big room a lot. Okay, I, I get that. It, it just felt like a weird choice to me. It's my one small complaint about an otherwise really great scene. I agree. I think I do think it was a budgetary thing, but maybe I'm wrong. That said, though, they put a lot of money into this. This this scene oh, looked yeah. great. Like that them going out some of the martians get shot down lopez does get shot but he's still like in defense mode he's still firing back and giving them cover and fire as they run across yeah, his is that that grenade one that i was talking about i think yeah yeah uh barton gets shot in the leg he takes uh kamal over and then we have holden and the gata going across and we get this fantastic thing the gravity turns off and yeah, they start yeah the floating. ship loses power and yeah. it just goes it's and like, there's oh, man, slow motion cool. Now, if I have one other small complaint, it's maybe a bit ridiculous how much these people are missing, these two as they're running across. I mean, yeah, but it seems like they're a good distance away. It, it does. Like, it's a, it's a typical sort of action movie kind of, kind of not plot hole, but kind of convenience. Yeah, it's, kinda it's thing. one of those things you've just got to go with, haven't you? But that said, though, everything about this, them floating, him like him tethering her to him, kicking her away, so he'll get so that so the momentum will put him back in the ground. He clicks his mag boots, which, by the way, we've not really spoke about those, but that's something they've set up since episode one that they can just click their heels and they've got magnets in their boots so that they can walk. Yeah, in. I feel like it, it's kind of essential if you're gonna yeah. lose gravity. But cause... it's so well established at this point that you know exactly what he's doing as soon as he gets down and he clicks his heels again. Yeah, and I think they even mentioned them maybe like five minutes before as well. Even even at the start of that scene where he says, oh, just run, no mag boots, just get across fast as you can. Yeah. So, you know, it was in your mind. Yeah, so that was really well set up. 
and then when he lands he can pull her back down and they were but as this is going on we see all these sparks of the gunshots like in slow motion going around and the whole thing's great and i, I was already impressed i was like, oh this is a great fun scene this feels really big budget this is like probably the most impressive visual thing i've ever seen from the sci-fi channel yeah i agree with that and i'm, I'm saying this is someone who loved battlestar galactica and that looked great that, that was like probably the benchmark before this yeah. but battlestar galactica started in 2004 so you know it's a bit old now it's, it's allowed to be surpassed. In fact, yeah. it should have been surpassed. It should have been surpassed already, but here we are now. Yeah. And but this was impressive enough. But they get in the ship, and Lopez is like, "I'm not a pilot." He's like half dead. Like he might be dead in the next episode, but it looks of it. And he's like, hey, "I'm not a pilot. Someone else has to fly." And obviously, we've got Kamal, who as a pilot, he even flew Martian ships before. Yeah. So he's like, "All right, I'm still kind of out of it from the drug, but I'm going to." I like how they just like throw him up the stairs, though, like up the ladder. Oh yeah, because the, the the gravity's still off, and Holden just grabs him and throws him up the ladder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought it was a really nice touch. I don't know. Yeah. That's just kind of funny. I was actually, I was, it was like funny in a good way. I was kind of chuckling along. Really, in the middle of this big action scene, that was a really funny thing. It didn't deflate the tension. It just. Yeah, yeah, it was, that's exactly. What it, was. it was well. There's just nice little moments. It's like. Huh. Yeah, you would do that. Yeah, yeah, it works. And because of the, obviously without the gravity, you don't have to be strong to do it. The momentum just happens because there's no. Yeah. So no, nah, really cool. But then we get probably the most visually impressive moment from the show so far, which is as he's like gearing up the ship and the ship's starting to rise, and we still have all these gunshots from around the room and all the balconies. He uh, Kamal activates turrets, uh, mini guns, and they pop out of all sides of the ship. And he spins the ship as the miniguns are all firing. And it looks great the entire time. It never feels like super cheap. It never feels like... Yeah, and it's incredibly cool. It's incredibly cool. And he even hits it at the wall at one point before he gets... It. And I'm like, man, if this is what we get every few episodes of this... I'm down with it. Because like, obviously we've had, what, two episodes after the spectacle of the first. With yeah. nothing much. You know, we had the core elements, but nothing, like, action-y. Which I think you, you I think you need the downtime though. I think the oh, yeah, this feels more special because you've you've been building characters and you've been building them. And again, we've sort of, we talked about the cool, coolness of Garvey's death, but we've not really spoke about the fact that it actually kind of means something because again, he felt like a main character. Don't get me wrong. When it comes to that main crew, I think the only ones that are really safe are Holden and the guy. I feel like the other ones could all die. No, especially now that I've seen they're willing to kill people off. I agree, but I still feel like Nagara even like end of season isn't necessarily safe i don't think oh yeah sure sure but i, I think she's safe till then whereas whereas the others yeah. like you know burton i could see dying like any any time randomly yeah yeah i agree you know lopez of course although i kind of hope lopez doesn't because as they were making their way towards the ship i was i was really thinking oh this will be a really cool change in dynamic if one or two martians are with them and they have to work together now to get back to mars or earth or whatever they're going to solve yeah this. i i think we'll even if he does just completely kick it we'll get something because obviously they go into mars martian high command i think they called it mm. and um presumably after that maybe if they if they have to go out and do something else they'll send some one from mars with them you know like bulk up the numbers have an escort so maybe we'll get that still that same dynamic just with some different characters yeah yeah, I was I just think oh, this will really change things up because, again, until this until the last episode we didn't see the Martians yet. They kind of built them up a little bit, and it was now now I'm starting to really get a grasp of who they are and what they are, and it's kind of funny how this whole they're almost communist in the way they talk about how they're all in for one singular goal. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like an outright negative thing at the same time. Maybe people from Earth see it as a negative thing, and that's why there's this 
Well, you say that, but obviously we had the the ambassador who like admired it. True. The, the, yeah. the fact that, that they could be like this, that they could all work together without all this infighting. Yeah. So, yeah. So. I think it was there was a couple of small things as well, like uh, you know that drug stimulant pipe thing that he put to that he puts into himself when he's about to pilot the shuttle. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so this is something they have on board the, these Martian ships, just to like, you know, make sure they're ready if they need it in a fight, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, fantastic action, really exciting, well shot for the most part. A couple of little minor nitpicks in terms of, you know, just logic or science or whatever, but it's, it's still fantastic looking for TV. Oh, fantastic looking for TV. I, I'd I'd go as far as to say this is some of the best stuff visual effects wise on TV I mean I think the only stuff I'd put above it right now Westworld's above it yep certainly but that has an insane budget so that has an insane budget and potentially like what's been on Netflix recently I'm trying to think of that I don't think any of the Netflix shows I've watched recently need anything like this though they've not no they don't they've all they've they've looked good in what they're doing but they don't need as much so no, very impressive. So this is no, I am really like this was an exciting episode. I was excited about what was going on, and because of taking the time to build the characters and build the relationships and have the mistrust, but he still try, you know, Holton still try to help them. There's enough going on from a, a themes point of view, from a character progression point of view, that the action wrapped around it means something. You know, yeah, and it has to, doesn't it? Unlike say a recent Star Wars film where the action at the end meant nothing because you didn't care about any of the characters. I'm not even getting into that. I'm not. I'm not even starting. You, you know how I feel. If you don't know how I feel, go and watch our video debate that we did, because that got, you know, relatively intense in terms of who was on what side. Yeah. And it went on for a while. And if we started that now, we'd be here all night. So. We're yeah, not. Let's talk about Ceres. Let's talk about Miller. Uh, obviously, yeah, there's, let's there's, do that. There's the one scene of. Uh, for, random person finding Havelock, which by the way, I, I actually did, until we found out that he was alive, I did actually really like that no one knew he was dead. For like, cause, yeah, they were just like, oh, I was trying to contact him, but yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, maybe they'll find out at the end. That's what I thought was maybe going to happen. They'll find out towards the end of the episode. That'll be his last scene. Yeah, me too. Because he actually, he's in the morgue. He starts off in the morgue and I thought he was looking down at him. And then it and it was the other guy from the, you know, one of the, the dating app from Julie's like yeah. history thing we've seen. Yeah, I thought the same thing was going to happen as well. Like I thought it was just, or, or he was going to be brought into the morgue while he was in there or something. Yeah, but he he goes, he's investigating this guy and he, and Julie, of course, and he he goes to what I th- I was trying to piece together what this was. It was like a gambling ring where they're betting on people in strips slingshotting round either the moon or the sun. Yeah, or, yeah, well, not the moon. It won't be the sun because they're, they're not like Saturn or whatever, aren't they? But yeah. You know, they're slingshotting around a moon or something like that, or around the planet, mm. and that's what they're betting on. But which is a cool little thing. It's not really that important right now. But the uh, the real reason for it is he finds out that the the guy he's been looking for his ID that he's getting is fake. Yes. Every time he scans him, it's a different person's name that's coming up, and it's like a thing that high upper class criminals have to confuse the police so they can't be traced. Yeah, kind of it's, it's I think they call them identity scramblers. Yeah. So they'll, they'll look through his body. He's got a lot of enhancements. He's got like a spinal support thing. He's got this and that. They, they, they scan him for a bunch of things. And like, oh, he's got a memory matrix in his in his leg. Let's uh, grab that and see what we can get off it. We don't actually see what's on it in this episode. That'll be next time. 
No, obviously they say it's encrypted, but it looks yeah. like it's government files and stuff based on the names, which is interesting. Yeah, it because it makes me go, which government? Yeah, so that's a very good point. But yeah, we get a kind of, and this was a sort of like deflating scene in a good way, where all right, we've cut away from all the action on the Martian ship. We're going to have uh, Thomas Jane digging into this guy's leg for about five minutes, and it's going to be really funny because he's going to keep missing. It's going to be pretty cool. And it was it was pretty funny. Before uh, five minutes was all, I'm always exaggerating. It was, a, it was a good forty seconds. It was, yeah, because he, he does it. It's the third time's the charm. The third time's yeah. when he gets it. But the first time he just like sticks it into his leg and, and just just pulls it up. He's like, eh, it's not hurting him. And, I, and as he was like sort of, going, like, he had it inside and he was sort of like moving it around. And I was like, oh, this is kind of this is actually a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, this, just the this coming after the head had been blown off. Oh, that was cool. Episode. That that was like <laughs> that was like gore porn to me. Whereas this was like, <laughs> but no. And uh, his line, like you said, uh, it's not like I'm hurting them. It's when she's looking at him, like, are you serious? Because because she suggests that's going to get the mortician. But they established earlier in the episode that the mortician is a goss- gossiper, <laughs> and he's like, nah, he talks too much. That, that's that's the plot on there. Again, it felt like. I mean, the, the the stuff in space has always been more of the runtime, but I feel like in this one it was even more so. This was no, this is the focus because this is the big, not climax. I feel but... like the next one it'll take a little bit of a break from them, not entirely, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. maybe take a step back and focus elsewhere. Yeah, I, I feel like the next one has to be a bit lower key, less action. Yeah, and of course we ended with the the Martian ship blowing itself up with the, the captain, you know, just self destruct. Oh yeah, yeah. Once, once she's aware that the uh, the shuttles got out with them, because that was the the main goal. Uh, she's like, "All right, EXO, come over here. Let's turn our keys, or in this case, yeah. it's thumbprints on a scanner thing." But same idea. Yeah. And uh, ship blows up. So, no, a uh, great episode. Fun, action packed, uh, spectacle. Look great. Great sci fi stuff. All mattered because of the characters. Yeah, very good episode. I get, I think I said this last time, but best yet. Yeah, this was the best yet. No, I'd agree this time. This was the best episode yeah. yet. So uh, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Remember, we are catching up. We will be doing about an episode a day until we're done. Season 2 starts next month. So yeah, let us know what you think. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Helps us out a lot. Thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you next time.